0: so I don't forget. As we are waiting for, uh, let's say, holding space for Roy to come, I would just invite everybody to take a deep breath. Make, put your attention on your energetic center. Where is your energetic center? And when you have found it, you know, often we give the example of it can be in the future, it can be in the past, it can be with somebody. That means you've given your center away to a person. But it can also be in your thoughts. You can also give your center away to your emotions. And we'll be working about that, that your emotions have power, but you don't. So wherever it is, just grab it and with your your intention, put it on your physical center, three fingers below your navel in the present. So in a small here, which is this room that you are, your physical room where you are with your computer and also the here of this energetic space of the fear club and a small now, Small now is about three seconds. This is how long it takes for your shape to change when you make a new decision or you upgrade your thought wear. three seconds. And it's about the length of a breath. And from there, please declare your grounding cord, which is a cord between the center, your energetic center and the center of Gaia. And at the count of three, please tell me the color of your grounding cord. One, two, three. Dark green. Open.
1: Red.
2: Yellow. Yeah, red.
0: Please click your clicker one more time and declare your personal bubble of space. It really helps in the beginning to put your hands where your personal bubble of space ends. Just, just check it. Keep checking it. Okay, make sure that it's also closed in the back. I've met people who had big holes in their bubble of space, which mean they had a lot of, um, old, other people's feeling and emotion would come in through the holes, even if they had declared their personal bubble of space. And I would like to do one more thing is, keep your eyes closed and you're gonna put your hands in front of you put your hands in front of in a bowl and create, declare with intention uh, a bowl of golden archetypal love. Make a a bowl, kind of a orange grapefruit bowl size of golden archetypal love. A bowl or a ball? A a bowl. uh, Yeah. A bowl, like a grapefruit, like a grapefruit. When you have that, put it in your center and let it go down your grounding cord to Gaia. Take this ball of archetypal love and put it in your center and send it down to Gaia. and leave the door open that Gaia might send a message back. This is a two-way tube jacked into the center of Gaia. Okay, when you're ready, just take a deep breath and open your eyes. Did anybody get a message from Gaia that you'd like to share?
3: I got this this pull down like ground. This ground, ground bear, ground.
0: Just that. Cool, thank you. I I got this uh feeling really glad like being really glad that this space exists and and sort of this go just go 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 and and have fun with with those spaces so great support yeah
2: i got a smile and um everything is all right like it is
4: cool at, I love you, and I'm always here to support you. Mm. Oh,
0: nice, Sarah. Okay. No messages. Okay, Patrizio.
1: Yeah, I get
4: uh, of the being home, the sensation and
0: of being home. Yeah, go ahead and I felt like a tree um, putting new leaves. Cool. Go
5: ahead. I love you too. And I know you want and are open to serve me. Uh. Cool.
6: Yeah, I also felt some, yeah, I felt glad with that connection, somehow there was a resonance coming back about the connection.
0: Scott, anything from you?
5: Yes, a
3: reminder to look to the birds and the plants and the animals
5: about to learn how to move at the pace of presence.
0: Hmm. Mm. Shannon. cool thank you
7: did you say my name did somebody say my name
5: i yeah. said my name.
7: i have a lot of energy still coming in and um and even though there's tears coming out it was like the earth was saying I miss feeling this deeply connection, this deep connection with you. And uh, uh, it's like something's being restored.
1: It's really powerful. Yeah, it's coming in. It's like hmm. you
0: know somehow I we've been to school we were born in, in modern culture that has no idea about gaia or being supported by forces bigger than us and there's this you know and, and i and i think then then what we rely on is our knowing it's sort of the only resource that modern culture gives us is our knowing how much do you know how much can you calculate how much can you be right or have opinions about and it's it's so flimsy it is so as you say is there's no resonance opinions and knowing there's no resonance in that there's no connection in that would you would you teach that, or I don't know, hold space for other people to do that, Shannon. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
4: Before you asked, I, I, I already told myself, I'm going to do this with people.
0: Mm. Yeah, before you
4: asked. How about tonight?
0: Yeah. You have a team tonight? Yeah. Cool. Oh, wow,
1: thank you. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Uh,
0: i want to give you one more thing that you can do it in different steps with connecting to gaia you can have this question you can send this question you know what do you have for me today or it um any any hints for me or what what i've not have been listening to from you can you you know, and if you send this question down the, the cord, the grounding cord, and let, let the answer come in. And and often the answer is so is so loving, you know, it's so full of love, it's so full of support, and it's like, yay, I don't know, Gaia wants us to succeed. Gaia wants us to be more conscious and be connected and be authentic and and like we, we have this weird experiment, this very weird, dangerous experiment that she said, I'm gonna give awareness or awareness of awareness to, cre- to creatures, you know, and we get to be, the human being gets to be the first creature to have this capacity to be aware of themselves, which gives the possibility of creating, creating things that are in a way not connected to reality. Like the birds and the animals they, they can make nests and they can, but it's all about feeding themselves. And so it's all about survival. It's all about, can I feed myself? And, and can I have babies basically? And having this awareness of this awareness, then we can make boats and we can think about discovery and exploration and make cities and create a thing called money. This is only because we can be aware of what we are aware of that we can do that. And at the same time, because the initiation have been killed, we have misused the experiment. We have missed, We have. I oh know we've been down a road of unconsciousness, of yeah, serving a gremlin, serving a shadow, something like that. And, and this is sort of not related to anything. But I think, you know, why is there animals hanging around human beings? Like, why do we have pets and it's only dogs and cats and horses and little hamsters and goats and and, and, uh, sheep and cows? And one theory could be where they're the next, they're the next creature ready to have consciousness, to have awareness. And so, okay, well, this is not our planet then. What if we are building the way so that other creatures behind us can become conscious? For me, when I started having this perspective, it's like God. It puts the human, human being, self-centeredness in perspective. So much in perspective of what, what are we creating here? You know, what are we, what are we doing? That.
4: And you know, money is. Money is a flat piece of paper. And, and so there's so much more in terms of what real currency is and what real value is.
0: What, what have you put in as a value, as a currency in your, in your culture? Peace. Presence.
4: Listening. Being heard, like allowing people to be
8: heard.
0: I want to make one sort of suggestion about the, w- the word peace. Because okay. transformation is chaos. Transformation mm. needs chaos. It needs destruction of your old shape to become into the new shape. And the peace, especially coming from your own shape right now, looks as if there's no waves. Let's make no waves. Or let's be nice to each other and there's a part of the feedback uh and need what is needed for transformation has this sandpaper it's rough yeah yeah so okay but presence presence as a currency okay then how do you okay how do you you know then my question is how do you provide that how do you You know, then at the center of your game world, at the center of your culture is about providing presence. And in my experience, providing presence comes through initiatory processes. So there's a part then of your at the center of your culture, that is about initiation and healing. Or maybe something else, it's worth sort of digging in that in that hole. What is at the center of your culture? Cool. Do you have a name for your nano-nation, for your culture?
4: I had presents, Bill. <laughs> Presentsville. Presenceville, okay. This
7: is great. <laughs> it's like Pleasantville,
0: but presenceville. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, yes. Uh, It's worth making a movie. (laughs) It's worth making a movie about it. Cool. Uh,
7: What was the question you just asked? You said, what is... The name.
0: Oh, no. What what is at the center?
7: What is at the center of...
0: Your game world. Your culture. Or the culture of your game world. It's sort of the same question. You know, in unconsciously, as you say, the, the, what's at the center of modern culture is money and profit and power and fame and scarcity. That's what is at the center.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So that means starting a game world, which is not centered on scarcity is putting a point of origin of what will unfold in, you know, if it's in presence, then it's in living and in responsibility and in consciousness and, and on and on. Cool. thank you. Yeah. And,
4: um I wanted I- to share that I've recently learned that that so much of, of money is money is really actually built on debt and that that what we do is is to to make the money we kill things so we, we de- you know we deforest we kill animals to sell them as food we so so like money is built on debt as 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 a way of, of making more of it and also of killing things as a way of making more of it. And so so our so that's that's game A and we're moving into game B and the possibility management helps us move into that game B. And so instead and, and so going so so having like game B is is permaculture, right? And so connecting to the earth and saying, okay, you know, what do you need? Okay, I'm going to give you this. These these things are going to grow, and then what do you? Oh, you need rest now, and so we're serving it, and it's serving us, and it's it's mutual, and it's sustainable. As opposed to like just like like you to, you know like continuing to to like cut into re- use resources and, and just to profit off of them, right? And so we're moving it. So this possibility management is moving us into this to game B. There's there's awesome videos about it on YouTube.
0: Yeah. And I- yeah. Shannon, I have something for you is the understanding is great. And what I'm asking is what are the processes? How do you move actually people from A to B? Please research that. Please deliver that. Please. This is, this I'm is, starting. yes, I'm starting. yes. This is what <laughs> this is about. Fantastic. Okay. Phyllis, you have found yourself in your car. Great. Doris, there was something you wanted to say before we start.
6: Yeah, I wanted to share because um, I was with with Ann Schmidt and we repeated certain sentences. And one of the connection for the connection with the earth, I'm sitting on the beach every day, and uh, I'm connected with the soul of the earth and the highest source. And it's it's like flowing through me. I just wanted to share that because this evening we're gonna do something about it, and that's so. It, it happened such a lot of stuff in in myself through so that, just this awareness.
0: Cool. I'd like to share that. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Today, I I wanted to for this is our last last session of this four weeks, and I've been looking at and researching and and experiencing with people in the past week about the difference of healing and relationship that we have with anger and fear. And because we start uh, this work by going into the territory of anger and being initiated in anger, then we have this relationship of the way to connect with anger is a lot about expressing anger and, and expressing high intensity anger and letting that energy flow through our body also, making boundaries is really high-intensity anger. And this is the way we change our shape. Make, really doing standing rage, making boundaries in, in a safe space, in a space of initiation, is, it's, not about, um, it's not about yelling at people. It's not about yelling at people. It is about you changing your shape so that the boundary is in you and people around you don't even try to cross that boundary because it it is there. It is in your shape. How many people have had this experience of your shape changing from making boundaries like that? Okay. Okay. So this is the work of initiation into anger and I'm in really in this discovery space of, okay, what is the work of initiation into fear? And there's this part of me that would want to, that would want to copy the initiation with anger and to go into high intensity fears and, um, and change our shape by going into high intensity fears. And I've discovered just, especially in this <coughs> month with you, is that fear is way more subtle. The, our relationship, to change our relationship to fear is about changing our relationship to, um, it's not about low intensity. What I've discovered is that when we don't have a connection to anger, the anger leaks sideways in form of uh, jokes and mean comments and resentment and uh, cutting the connection like separation and gossiping and, and, and being right and like righteousness. You know, so that's the unconscious anger that comes out like this. The fear, especially because we have this high numbness bar, because we are afraid of our own fear, the fear, when it's unconscious, basically have this this stop. The fear just, the unconscious fear just stops us, just makes us into a freeze or small or hide, or it goes into this, um, nothing is happening. Like nothing is happening when we're in unconscious fear or we have unconscious fear. And when then the discovery is when the unconscious fear is higher than the conscious anger, it doesn't matter how much anger you have, the fear will still stop you. So it doesn't matter if you know what you want. It doesn't matter, um, you know, if, if you have clarity or if, the fear will still stop you. And so it is about the work of initiation into fear has a lot to do with lowering the numbness bar and it's an ongoing practice more than the anger, which is high intensity, maybe shorter time practice. And so last week I realized that we went into this more subtle fear about create like shift from the ordinary to the extraordinary and, and using nine different ways like nine different answer to ordinary question. How many people have you've practiced that? How many people have practiced that? Cool. During the week. Okay. So this is a skill. It's for the rest of your life to, to practice that and, and to have this sense of, The sensation of being in ordinary is actually the fear of ordinary. The sensation, oh, I'm in ordinary, is the fear of ordinary. Okay, the fear of ordinary gives you information, hey, I want something else. But if you're unconscious about this fear, you'll just have the fear of ordinary, and you'll be in freeze, and you won't be able to shift into extraordinary. But you have the fear come up, say, hey, I'm afraid of ordinary. Actually, this is not what I want right now. This is scary. This is scaring me. Ah, it's because I'm, I'm navigating to ordinary. Okay. How do I go into extraordinary? I need to give nine different kinds of answers. And this is the mechanism of fear. And so it has this deep, really deep and multidimensional intelligence. And it's a, a, a way more subtle, sort of subtle energy. But what we did last week in a way was what I felt at the end is I didn't have, I didn't start with a practice to lower the numbness bar. And there's a way that then the, the numbness bar was not lowered and it was more of a, it went straight in the head. Like it was more of an intellectual process. So I want to start with sort of a bringing us back in our body practice. Yes, Vera.
3: And uh, one thing that I noticed about, and I don't know if conscious fear is in the same way of unconscious fear, is that fear has a fast speed for me. Mm. Uh, and so that that's very different from also initiating from anger. Uh, fear just, things happen very fast. So uh, some of my practice or practice in other people could really be about um, slowing down or using the fear maybe to slow down Mm. time and i that could be i i just came out now and maybe we could do some practices about using fear to slow down to -hmm. be aware of fear
0: cool i think i mean this is a great i think actually we might be able to use it in all the different practices that i'm thinking about today because it's a yeah Thank you, Vera.
6: That's great. Um, Doris. Is, is it also like, because I noticed this morning, because it's morning here, um, I have fear that I can't get all on the row like always, and this fear is creating, it's like my gremlin, my survival strategy is creating that I'm late or that I'm excited, all the mixed feeling stuff, and to sit consciousness and just be aware about the stress in my stomach was helpful to slow down, to transform somehow. And it's also hmm. about that, no? What yeah, it is about,
0: it's exactly the process that you said, is the fear comes up, then you say, okay, hello fear, what do you have for me? What is it that you're trying to tell me? And it seems for you, it was the fear, I'm afraid that I won't be able to do everything in my hmm. life then you get the clarity or do everything in my day. Sorry. You get the clarity. Oh, thank you, fear. What do I need? And then you get the the information and then the question, okay, what do I need to do for, for, for the things to be in my day? So maybe I need to cancel this appointment. I need to, um, uh, make a different commitment. I need to renegotiate all of that is all fear giving you those information. But you need mm-hmm. to make it a conscious, like you said, first. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So this sentence of "Hello, fear. What do you have for me?" This is, you know, fear one hundred and one. Getting the information of the fear. And it, and it will start lowering your numbness bar because the more you listen to fear and to realize it's it's mostly information, you know. Either it's a, an emotional healing process, okay, this is emotional fear, still information, or a feeling, then it's like then you, you friend, you befriend your fear. It's about befriending your fear. And it's and, and when it's presented like that about hello fear and the fear has intelligence, you, you wonder, I mean, I wonder about how come we have this thought where being afraid of fear? If it has so much intelligence and so much um, um, energy for our life, how can we even start with this thought where being afraid of our fear? Because it's only information. Cool. Okay. So I would like this for the next, for the this getting into our body, I would ask you to lay down, to find a place where you can lay down. And we're going to do... Uh, the free, free, free practice, and I'll just um, run you through them, and please find a place where you can uh, raise your hand, and if I ask you if you're okay, you can put your hand or your foot, and I can see, and I can see it. great almost everybody's set up we're gonna do two three 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 we're gonna do first the one for anger we're gonna do three minutes as big as possible as intense as possible anger okay because that will give us a safe space then to do three minutes high intensity fear Okay, and we'll take a pause between them. So I'll, don't go from anger to fear directly. I will guide you through the first three minutes of anger and then take a pause, integrate the anger and then we do fear together. Okay, just waiting for a second for Doris to be set up. You might need a cloth in your mouth. Just get what you need. Okay, please take a deep breath. Make sure you have your center grounding cord bubble. And at the count of three, we go for three minutes as big as possible with words, with words, anger. Okay, one, two, three, go! Oh. I'm
7: Jedes Malice.
1: I will raw, I Ich bin meine eigene der mein Bubble <SILEN> <Meine Geister. SILEN> Raus aus meinem Raus aus meinem Raum! Yeah, Oh, (coughs) my (coughs) God.
0: The energy circulate. Don't try to bring yourself to normal to nice or polite. experienced that level of anger and you have it in your body and at any time like right now for no reason you would go up to 60 70 80 90% anger it's your choice like you just you start and you stop this is conscious anger that means you can walk down the street with that intensity of anger in your body without shouting, just it, it's in your body ready. Why not? What would the world be like when if people walked around, few walked around with that level of conscious anger? This is that intensity that allows you to keep your center, your bubble, your context. And also make space. It's that intensity of anger that makes it safe for the intelligence of fear and also sadness and also joy to come in. (sighs) Usually when expressing fear, so now we're going to do three minute, as big as possible, fear. When expressing fear, there 's usually no words in the expression. I would like it during those three minutes is that you get big fear and then you say the fear you say, "I feel scared about this, I feel scared about this," and the voice is high pitch okay say it in your scared voice so you you sort of navigate between expressing the fear and letting the words and the intelligence of the fear speak. Can you put your hand up if you're ready for the three minute fear? Okay, great. Again, make sure that you have your center grounding cord bubble. And at the count of three we go for three minutes as big as possible fear both with the energy and the information one two three go
1: (laughs) Oh, <laughs> 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 Oh, (laughs) my God.
0: circulate. And that the information (coughs) that you've just received try to come all the way down to zero in terms of intensity of fear some of you are just used to live around 20 or 30% fear constantly, constantly in your body. Modern culture diagnosed this as anxiety. It is just living with 20, 30, 40% unconscious fear in your body all the time. Now that you've been high in intensity, bring it all the way down to build this range of experiencing fear all the way down to zero without numbing yourself. You can, the the hints that you're numbing yourself is you go up in your head and you try to understand or you're trying to do something. If you just go back to zero, you can still feel you're centered. You can feel that energy in all of your nerves, nerves ending. That means this is accessible. Whenever you need it, it is accessible. Just like the anger You can walk down, like in your life, you can go around your life and live in, I don't know, 28, 34, 46% conscious fear. And the spaces you walk in, you'll notice different things because your fear is giving you more and more information and as Vera said, the fear is really fast. It's really fast, intelligent. Moment to moment, it has new information. And we're designed to to receive that amount of information, not in our head, but in our body, in our awareness. We're designed. And that's that's the feeling of being alive. That's the presence. The aliveness presence comes from moment to moment, things are in constant movement and transformation and change. And actually it's fear informing us of that. Anger allows us to take action on those information. Sadness allows us to connect to the space and also grieve moment to moment, the moment that just passed. And joy allows us to, or gives us the energy to enjoy this aliveness. I think a lot of joy is about this life force. Joy is is about this, this, this life force. And enjoying the fear and enjoying the anger and enjoying the sadness. okay when you're ready just take a deep breath and open your eyes put your hands on uh, your feet back on the floor and come back and sit in your in your chair if you feel dizzy it's totally appropriate just move a little slow
8: do you have another hairband, can I get the red one right there, thank you.
6: Wow, <clears throat> and Chloe, this is excellent, where will be the recording be
5: available?
0: I will, um, I will put it, I will give it to you. I will find a way to give it to you. Okay. How many? Okay, Francis. Let's see. How many of you are or have done? The free, free-free anger.: Okay. How many of you are still doing it? Okay. How many of you have done the f- or are doing the free, free, free fear?:
3: I've done it, but I'm not doing
0: it.: Yeah, you've done it. OK.: I've just started. <clears throat> are you doing it alone, or are you doing it in a group, Eva? Uh, last two weeks with my friends okay they keeping space for me they were not doing it with me okay so you're doing it mostly alone yeah okay I would <clears throat> I'm sad that I didn't start this in the first session of the fear club I would encourage everybody to do the free 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 fear how many people can do this, three minutes, three times a week for three months, as big as possible fear. How many people will do it? Um, Who would like to hold space as a group for, for the free, free, free fear for the next three months? Okay, so Eva, Doris and Shannon, you're willing to be the space holders. For this group and maybe other people, what I've so there's two things. Have you ever? Has anybody of you been space holder for the three, three, three anger? No. Okay. So um, there's different space holders you can talk to about how to the different ways to hold space for this three, three, three fear in terms of checking in or voice messages and. All this stuff. So Vera, Vera, would you be a person to check in with about holding space for that? Okay. So Doris, Eva, and Shannon, you can talk to um, Vera. One requirement is if you're opening this practice to, for example, the study group or um, your possibility team, make sure that they are have done or are doing at the same time the free, free, free anger. Because, like we just did, we did the anger. To make this the safe space, and then we could really go into fear. Okay, cool. <laughs> Ingrid, you're muted. Oh,
2: um, question. Uh, when I do, f- f- for example, three through three for myself, fear. Do you recommend also that to do f- before anger?
0: Are you doing the three, three, three anger at the moment? Yeah. I, I would recommend to do three minutes anger and right after three minutes fear. And then you have okay. three days, you know, only three days in the week where you have, you're doing the practice. Cool. Thank you. I don't, no, I don't recommend it as for everybody to do the three, three, three. but if you're doing both at the same time, you do it one after the other. And it's cool. Okay, the next experiment, this is an experiment of going into fear and using the fear straight away is we'll have about eight minutes and eight minutes will start at the end of my explanation. You'll have eight minutes to call somebody that you have been afraid of calling. And, to, and, and you start the call, okay, no ordinary, you say, hello, and you say, I've been afraid of talking to you because, because we've had a misunderstanding and I've never cleared it up, because I want to, you did something that didn't work for me and I couldn't really give you feedback or I couldn't um, negotiate a different agreement. I've been afraid of talking to you even maybe for 10 years because we stopped talking. And then I I didn't know how to reach out back to you. I've changed and you've changed and my fear was too big. Okay. So you start the call with, I've been afraid of calling you. There's a few hints. If they don't pick up, you send them a message to fix an appointment. I need to talk to you. When can we talk? And then after you've sent that message, you just call the next person. Okay? There's, a, there's a list of people that you've been afraid of talking to. Okay? So, the eight minutes start now. <coughs>
8: Are you saying we actually call somebody right now?
0: Yes. <laughs> call them right now.
8: So we're muting then, right? Yeah.
0: You, mute, you mute your microphone and you call this person and you have eight minutes. And if the conversation is longer than eight minutes, you just say, hey, I, I need to go back into a space. Can we continue this conversation later? Okay.
1: I've never tried to
4: make a call. While I'm on a Zoom call, I'm on my phone right now, so I might have to come back in after.
1: Thank okay. you. Yes. (laughs) That's great. Alfredo,
4: hombre, ¿qué tal? Muy bien, muy bien, ¿y tú? ¿Cómo estás? Estás trabajando, muy bien, muy bien. Digo, bueno, tengo que, tengo que llamar a Alfredo para, para decir hola, porque hacía tanto tiempo que nos veía.
0: About one more
4: minute. Sí, desde julio, exactamente. Exacto. Exactamente, desde el cumpleaños de Dani, ¿qué tal va todo?
0: Okay, please wrap it up. Okay, people, you're having a great time. Come back online. (laughs) Hey. Okay, any, any report while they're wrapping up their conversation? Anything?
2: For me, the first one was the most difficult. Uh, and and there was a machine on it, so I said just uh, that I want to share and something and uh, to make an appointment.
0: Okay, you didn't share in the message that you were afraid of calling them. I understood that uh, it was a, it was a, it's a possibility. I,
2: I understood when there is a machine that uh, I should wait until I. Um, until I, I speak to them, really.
0: Okay. I misunderstood? No, no, I just realized I, I, nobody answered because they're all working or on the other side of the planet. And I, I, every time I said, actually, I'm yeah. afraid of talking to you. And it felt, it felt really great to be able to say that even on a voice message.
1: Okay, i
2: so- Yeah.
6: i was calling a friend of mine which uh, i have no contact since yes and i felt my fear was coming up until there poor uh, she didn't pick up and then i was calling my brother also so good good exercise <laughs> good exercise oh wow I felt the need she, she uh, what do you think was from her side she didn't want any conversation and any try from my side was um even really a bad thing so you think even with that I, I didn't try since
0: years so <clears throat> I'm would, I'm saying again? I'm saying that your now is really big If you say for years you haven't spoken, (laughs) you're a different person. She's a different person. Yeah. make your You're now really small. And and that's the call. You know, you do the call and say, Hey, I've been afraid of talking to you. And, but don't bring the past. Do not bring Mm -hmm. the past. Don't say, I want to talk about Mm -hmm. this. Or it's about, Hey, what, who are you? That can be the conversation. What's, what's going on for you, who are you? And you start over, you start over. That's, I left a message on also my brother, and I said, hey, we haven't had contact, and actually I don't know who you are, and you probably don't know who I am, and I have this fear now of, of calling you, and I, I'm sensing or I'm taking it as uh, an information that we can start over our connection. Can you still hear me? The internet is a little slow here. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Any other report from anybody?
1: We're uh, Don't hear you.
3: It's not a report it's just a question about what you just said you said about not bringing in the past um, what my fear had to do with how I left someone's house in the past so I just used it but then I jumped into your my friendship with you is important and I want to to clear if there's still still something between us so in in that way it, I, I still bring brought in the past
0: yeah. This was a coaching for Doris because she can speak half an hour about the past and actually not be connected in the present. And then, and then the whole call is about the past, and it's like just putting a knife into old wounds. And this is not what this is about. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah.
6: And this is my old, my old uh, Doris you are talking about. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm not bringing in the past. <laughs> <too>. <laughs>
8: Hey. So, and Chloe, Phyllis. could you tell could you tell me uh, what your intention or was around this exercise? What the intention? You know what we're we're to get from it. Well, what what did you get? Well, it's about getting beyond my fear and reconnecting.
0: Um, what did your fear tell you
8: well I left I ended up leaving two messages and the first message that I left I got a kind of a thing in my stomach like do you really want to do this do you really want to reconnect
0: <laughs> so was, uh, which feeling was that
8: Well, there was fear in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so what was the first fear? You had this the first fear to, to call this person. What was the fear telling you?
8: The fear is we have a lot of history, like a lot of history, like for 30 years.
0: Okay. And the fear was... You were afraid of calling this person because, because why?
8: Well, partially because I don't know if I want to stay connected and partially because the, we have not been able to resolve our ongoing conflict. I mean, it keeps coming up. We resolve it and then it comes up again. So the best thing is not really to have contact <clears throat> It's so it seems. I have, I, had a, I don't know if it relates
3: to what you're saying, Phyllis, but I had a, a kind of a similar, uh, when I was standing with people that I had fear of reaching out, one of them was my ex-boyfriend, and it was like, I actually don't want to. You know, I have fear, my fear is that we go into low drama, and I'm like, nah, I don't want to, right now, no. I don't want to do it. So I didn't call them. them. So I don't know if... If that's also what you went through that your fear was the kind of call that you would have with him or or with her i don't know who she they are
1: yeah
0: Yeah. and you get clarity the thing is you get this is about clarity what is your fear telling you okay do i want to get in contact with them don't i want to get in contact with them Mm -hmm. and then you get the information The, the fear tells you hey i'm afraid of connecting with this person because it's an ongoing low drama story, or yeah, it's ordinary. Okay, you get the fear, and then you get to decide. And then the interesting part is who's deciding which I, which part of you is deciding to connect or to not connect. And you have different purposes in there. Okay, yeah, cool, thank you.
3: Yeah, there. Another clarity that came from my fear—I still didn't call uh, like my ex-partner—and I noticed that part of my fear, besides low drama, was um, that I that to have to let go. Because I was afraid to be in an in a authentic liquid state with, mm. with them. Yeah. With them, basically. So then, I, then, who I called next, I scanned if I was afraid of being in the same liquid or in a, a liquid state with. And then I realized that I, I have a fear of, of intimacy, which is generally connected with being in a liquid state with a person.
0: You mean you're afraid of being in intimacy when you're in liquid state? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Okay.
3: Or or that's when I'm in authentic intimacy, I'm in a liquid state. And so I have fear.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: I really appreciate that you said that uh, because that really resonates with what was happening to me in that call. And I, didn't, I wasn't able to identify it, you know, how to be authentic and... Um, and have the fear too about, do I even want to reconnect? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: It's to connect think, with another person yeah. in this way authentically. I need to let go of my defenses, and also this is something that I'm scared of letting go. I I still did it with the two people that I called. Um, I still decided, but I noticed that was a fear that I had, that for me to really do this authentically, I would have to let go of some of my box or gremlin defenses. And that there was fear to this.
6: Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, so I think let's... It was, that wasn't planned, but I, I'd like to do this this exercise, which is about navigating to undefendedness. How to navigate to undefendedness, so as to be in in intimacy and to not be adaptive. Navigating to undefendedness without being adaptive, so as to be connected, and authentic, or in intimacy. So we'll go in pairs. And one person will start and say, I've been afraid of connecting with you because, okay? And you might say a few, like one, two, or three fears because of this and because of this. I've been afraid. And if you, if you actually feel really comfortable with a the person, there's a part of you that's not been playing full out with them. So check the fear about why you haven't been playing full out, even with a person you feel you know, connected or feeling trust, in a trusting relationship, okay? And then you ask them, please coach me. Please coach me in, in ways that I can get more connected to you, that I can get closer to you. Please tell me, and then you do it, you do it right then. Okay, so you get about, let's say eight, eight nine minutes to first reveal the fear, then ask the question, get the coaching, and then, and then do the coaching. Okay? And after nine minutes, we, we change roles. Can this you repeat is. The
4: first thing that you say, what you just said, the first, the first sentence. The first step?
0: No, navigating to undefendedness. Undefendedness. Oh, God, I heard
4: that. So when okay. We get in- we say please coach me in ways I can get closer to you but the
0: one the Uh, the first one is to reveal the fear about why you haven't been negotiating navigating to undefendedness I've been afraid of being in liquid state I've been afraid of being intimate or um, vulnerable or or wild or crazy with you because and then you ask for the coaching Great, here we go. Thank you, Eva. Welcome back. Did it work? Could, could you do this with anybody in your life? Yes? Yes. Okay, because in a way it's like you not giving the coaching you're opening this, this door for them to reveal, you know, to do this with people who have not done this work. It's like you're opening this, this vacuum, safe, curious door about, please, please tell me, I want to be more connected to you. What can I do? And then you can choose and you can negotiate. And this is the beginning of negotiating intimacy. They can make an offer and you say, Hey, actually, what about this? You know, I want you to be less, I don't know, have less anger. You know, it could be something like that, that somebody's afraid of your anger or your clarity or your, you know, I would want you to have less anger when you talk to me. Say, hey, you know what? I, I love my anger. So, but what about, what if you discovered what your anger has to say? Do you want to, do you want to feel what it's like? You know, so that is negotiating intimacy. And they say, well, I, God, no, this is too scary. And you can say, well, you know, your anger is so much clarity or your, you know, your voice, your voice, maybe you might discover something that you don't know about yourself and, and, and back and forth. And you negotiate intimacy and it doesn't need to be, it might not amount to an agreement. Okay. You might not come to a deal. And you you're planting seed you're making little cracks in people's um it's possible to make a little crack in people's boxes around you and then they're like hey you know six months later they say you remember this thing you said about anger (laughs) can i where can i find that you know does that ever happen to you that somebody comes like six months or a year later and like ask you I'm sure, you said that thing, and it really—I remember it. It touched me. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, and God, this is the power of negotiating—negotiating intimacy—and it's not, mm-mm, you know, it's not attack. It's like, hey, I want this to work. I want—I want to th- be with you. Would anybody want to say anything about this before we jump into the? the, probably the last thing. I Francis just, and yeah.
5: yeah, I just want to say that, uh, it was, um, something that touched me, you know, I was talking to Scott and it was really important. And I think we have a door open now and I felt animal, um, a feeling of happiness because it's what I need, especially with a man. To have this opportunity to share a space of vulnerability, you know? So it's, it really touched me. I'm very happy think about
0: what we share. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Vera some, had
3: something and then Ingrid. Yeah. I, I'm really glad that you said that you might not get to an agreement. Yeah. Because uh, I thought about tra- navigating this practice with someone who has maybe their gremlin very like a, a big Gremlin enmeshment and and I don't have to yeah I mean I don't want to lose my integrity and it's and it's good because then now somehow my box relaxes into I don't have to reach this thing that we have to do and it's like okay this is negotiating rela- like intimacy and and then it could just be okay there's it's not right now or something yeah <clears throat>
0: okay. Ingrid.
2: Yes, I just want to share. Uh, I was paired with Patricio, and uh, 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 when I was asked uh, to, to, to coach him, uh, he asked me a question um, uh, Where are you? And uh, he told me, That's a real question. <laughs> and I had the choice to do, nevertheless, uh, non-linear answers, and I did. And this was the breakthrough. <laughs> this was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. So, so, so it was for me like, a. yeah, even if somebody is insisting that this is now real and I've, I have to be serious or whatever, that I have the choice not to, be, <laughs> not to take it like that. Mm-hmm. And this was really, really,
0: I love that. Thank you. Cool. I mean, that would be the experience of having your center. You know, if when you, it's only if you have your center that you have that choice. Cool. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I've been thinking and I would want to do an experiment with all of you guys. And the experiment is or would be that next week, on Wednesday at six o'clock Germany time, one of you would hold space for a fifth session of Fear Club. (laughs) Who would like to hold space? Okay, is that a hand up? That was a half hand up, Scott. And now it's a hand up? Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> who who would participate? Who will who would participate? But yeah. Hey, I'm not sure. It's commitment. It's like you do you want to participate or not? Okay. So I wanna ask well, the other people, but also Vera, Frank, Vera Scott, and, and Shannon, when I made this offer, what did you feel? What was the main feeling?
5: Fear, right? Fear, fear. 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 and joy fear. Fear and joy, okay, yeah.
0: cool. So I've been thinking about this thing of being afraid about what we want being afraid about what we want. And I'm guessing, you know, this is my assumption, is that if you guys are here, you, you also want this work not only for yourself, but also for other people. You're you committed to this work. So there's this part of you that do want this work. Okay, so there's, there's this thing, there's a thing, called, for example, this work, the work of consciousness. And then there's a part of you, that want the work. And then there's a third part that is afraid about what you want. And or the, it, the third part is you have a picture about if you want that thing, something might happen. It's more like this. There's a thing the the wanting of the thing, and then you have a picture about what might happen if you actually want that thing. And those things are glued together with this fear, with the fear of what we want, the fear about wanting something. And then most often, my guess is we never get to to actually knowing what we want. We don't know what we want. You ask people down the street, Can do this experiment, do this experiment and stop somebody on the street and say, what do you want? I don't know. I, I believe them that they don't know. But if you walk in the world and you don't know what you want, you don't, you don't know what you're creating. There's, there's no place for you to create what you want if you don't know what you want. And it stops with this fear of what might happen if you actually want something. So we'll well, un- to unglue this, to deglue this, is about making the fear conscious. This fear about what might happen if you actually do want something, for real. If you really want something. And so we'll be in groups of three, and there'll, there'll be, uh, let's see. There's a space holder who's holding space for one person to check those three parts about wanting or about the fear of wanting. And then there's and then there's a coach. Okay, there's a coach, a space holder and the person going through your fear. And you can start anywhere, but I would encourage you to start with this fear, this the picture. If I want something, if I want something this might happen. If I if I want Greta Thunberg, for example, I want Greta Thunberg to succeed. I, I want her to be heard, to change the laws, to take apart uh, the UN, to wake up, uh, to wake up the, pe- the people, to wake up the people to the psychopathy of our world. If I really want that, what might happen is that might be the only thing that I talk about with anybody in the world. Like with my friend, anytime I have a conversation, it is only about climate change, and I'm afraid that they they might you know might be tired of me. They might exclude me. They might not invite me to coffee anymore. They might think I'm crazy. They might think I'm you know part of a sect or becoming a a religious Greta Thunberg adoration. You know. So, but the thing that I really want is fuck. I want this. You know, I want this world to, to wake up. I want the world to wake up. This is the thing that you really want. And then there's the wanting of that and then the fear and then there's a fear of, become, of being exiled and being crazy. Okay? So you, you do that and try to do it with one, two, or maybe three thing. You get about probably five minutes, let's say five, six minutes to go through Three fears, three glued things. Then you pick one, and again you have a space holder and a coach. The coach coach the space holder. You pick one, and let the fear get big. Let the fear get big, and let the information of the fear say, you know, God, I'm 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 scared about this. I'm 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 actually this fear. It happened. I was so passionate about volcanoes when I was 12 years old. I was so passionate about it. It was the only thing I talked about with my friend. I was so passionate about volcanoes and they just made fun of me. And even my bio teacher didn't believe me. You know, you can try to find where the fear comes from. It's not really about an emotional healing process. okay? It's just <laughs> let the fear get bigger.
3: non posso, non posso, non posso.
0: And, and let the information of the fear come and then, then you have the fear and you have the want and you get to have a choice. Until you have the clarity of the fear, you don't get to have a choice. The fear chooses unconsciously for you. Okay, so let the clarity of the fear and then the question of the space holder is, what, so what do you choose now? What do you want what do you choose what's next okay does it clear the steps of how it goes really could we have Uh, an example no 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 Uh,
5: just to uh, i'll say uh, the steps again yes yeah
0: the first person goes and find one, two, or three things that they want and is glued with this fear of wanting. That's the first step. Then the second step is you pick one of those things and you let that fear get bigger and let the information of the fear come. And then the third step, the space holder will ask, now you have clarity about your fear. What do you want? What do you choose? And you distinguish between the fear choosing and you choosing. And the fear might have a lot of intelligence about your choice that you you make. Just like Phyllis said, you know, actually, I don't want to talk to this guy or this woman because it's always low drama. Okay, well, that's intelligent, intelligent information from fear. And you say, thank you. Thank you, fear, for telling me that actually this is not the person to talk to. But you get to choose, not the fear. Okay. I'll, I'll come around in, in the different breakout groups and uh, to coach also. Um, um, I would say, Vera, would you also be a coach? So there's two groups of uh, four. Okay, two groups of four, and so I'll move into breakout room one and two, and Vera, you in breakout room three. Okay. You get about 10, 12 minutes per person.
3: What
5: was that? And it's Chloe? about
0: 10, 12 minutes per person, but I'll keep sending messages. Okay.
5: Okay. So,
2: so what are which role should
5: i take or, or you are now the space holder
0: so then you're the one speaking you're the one holding space for shannon so so i'm just holding space i think
2: you and should, not speaking you're
4: speaking you're the coach and then Francis is the space holder
5: no 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 uh-huh. i oh, i i went the space holder last round well you, were the, just,
1: you oh, were the coach you were the you coach okay, pause
0: pause pause it doesn't matter. Ingrid, please talk to Shannon. Okay, I, so I, I will ask
2: Shannon, who wants you to talk to you during the process? No, beep. No? You, you talk.
5: I Ingrid, talk. okay.
2: you okay. talk. All right, I do though, so, yeah. Okay, Shannon, so tell us about three themes. What do Let's you really want?
0: Let's start yeah. with one.
2: Start with one,
0: and what do you want really? Um, you can even start with your eyes closed already. Just go in.
4: I I want um, I want to to um, to be responsible and committed to a business where. I do this powerful healing process, space
5: holding work.
0: What's your fear about that? What is the, what might happen if you commit? Would you keep your eyes closed and just.
4: My fear is that I will fail. My fear is that people won't show up. My fear is that I will be taken advantage of, that I will be ridiculed, judged, made wrong,
7: diminished. I fear um, mm-hmm. I fear dying, that somebody could come and just um, shoot me through the window because they don't believe in the work I'm doing.
0: <sighs> yeah keep your eyes closed Shannon you're doing great Ingrid you want to say something yes this is I think
2: so we have the part which wants something and the part which fears something and that there was a third part to discover
0: the third part is the thing she said the thing is about being committed and responsible for business yes and then she declared that she, this is actually really what she wants yes she wants exactly. this. that was the first thing and then she said the fear yes Yes. Just let it get bigger, Shannon. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes,
5: yes, yes. <laughs> yes
2: let it get bigger.
0: Shannon, I'm going to ask your bodies a question. Stay there. You're doing great. I'm going to ask your bodies a question. Is it nighttime or daytime? It's daytime. Is they, are you inside or outside? I'm inside. Is it a place you know or a place you don't know? I'm in, I know. I know. Are you alone
2: or are you not alone?
0: I'm alone. Are you standing, sitting, or laying down? I'm sitting. How old are, are you? What happens? What is happening?
7: I'm alone in my house?: Yes. I'm 29. You what?: I'm 29. OK. And my husband... My husband said that we would have a business together and then he just he never shows up he never he just he becomes a workaholic and then i just feel i feel so abandoned and i'm like why did i do this and and then he diminishes like he just diminishes me with every word like he doesn't he doesn't believe in me he just treats me like a child he doesn't believe in me he doesn't show up for me and
0: is this this, uh, life, is this this life, Shannon, that you're talking about? Okay. Yes. This has happened before, I think it has happened before you were 29. It has happened before that.
7: Uh, I'm, I'm five.
0: Yes, thank you.
7: I'm five. And I'm eating. Yes. And, and my grandmother... My grandmother. (laughs) And so she tells me, put your hand on the table, put your hand on your lap, put your hand on the table. I'm eating wrong. I'm eating wrong.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You're eating wrong.
7: And I don't know how to I don't know how to be without doing something wrong.
0: Yes. this is it, Shannon. This is it. You don't know how to be if you're not doing something wrong. Yes. You don't know who you are if you're not doing something wrong.
7: Yes. Yes. I always look, I'm always scared to do something because it might be wrong. It might be wrong. <laughs> And when I try to give her when I try to give her a hug or tell her I love her or give her a kiss, she says i don 't want your germs
0: yes so you you you're already wrong
7: I'm wrong yes yeah, and even like when I do my homework, she tells me i'm not doing it right i'm too close to the paper i'm too far away every everything, even how I play it's wrong, so I just I just sit on the couch and I watch TV, so I don't do anything.
2: Even if how you play, you are wrong,
0: Shannon. You have a place in you. You have built your survival strategy, saying, "I don't know how to be. I don't know how to be if I'm not wrong." I don't know who I am when I'm not wrong. Everything I do is wrong. This is familiar. This is so familiar to you. Yes. Yes. You you have made your life that you can keep feeling wrong.
7: Yes. Yes. And then I I fear doing anything because it's going to be wrong.
0: And at the same time, being wrong is familiar yes so you have those contradiction happening in you you're afraid of doing things because you might be wrong and there's a part of you that doesn't want to be wrong but this is other part of you that is so familiar you you need to be wrong to feel normal oh. Oh. you need to be wrong to feel normal yes yeah. So it makes sense that you picked up this guy who would make you feel wrong all the time.
7: Yes. Everything. Yeah. Everything I said was wrong. Or he made me justify myself. He didn't just he didn't just accept me.
0: Yes. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, let those sounds out, Shannon. Let those sounds out. Baby. You're holding something in your belly. What are you holding in your belly? What is it?
1: It's protection. protection.
0: What kind of protection?
7: (laughs) I have a big belly to protect me from anybody hurting me.
1: Mm.
5: Yeah.
7: If I have a big belly, then nobody will find me attractive and I can't, I won't have, I won't need to let anybody in.
0: (laughs) And then you'll be wrong. You won't be like the magazine. Yeah. Then you'll be wrong. (sighs) Why is it like... Why is it so important for you to be wrong?
7: Because it was the only way I got attention. OK. It was the only way I got anybody to pay attention to me were listen to me. Yes. I was ignored.
0: Mm. I was ignored.: If you were wrong, then people were actually saying something to you. They were, yeah. they were correcting you.
7: And I chose that over over being ignored.
0: Yes, it makes sense, Shannon. It makes so much sense. Just give me a second, I need to write something. (laughs) Shannon, you have you have learned a lot of things since you were five years old. You have learned a lot of things. Can you, can you tell me what have you learned? Like a, couple, a few things that you've learned since you were five.
7: I've learned that it's okay
0: to be wrong. It's okay to ask for help. Okay, it is okay to ask for help.
7: It's okay to fail. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to do things my own way, not somebody else's way.
0: Shannon, just I want to interrupt you a second, because it, it seems to me that you think perfection is still something real. Uh, you think doing there is a way to do things.
1: Yes, yes
7: yes
0: that there's such a thing as failure which goes with being perfect or perfection is something real and if you're not perfect you're failing
7: yes yes
0: why would you be holding on to those things
7: it's it's only it's the only thing i knew my mother used to do the same thing if i cleaned the bathroom she would find the one thing the one place that was not clean, and she would say, Shannon, Shannon, you missed this. You didn't do this right.
0: <laughs> I think you're holding on to them because it's familiar. It is so fun. You can beat yourself up, you can whip yourself up with this concept of perfection. You know, has it been long enough? Yes. God, has it been long enough?
7: Yes. it's been long enough. The concept of perfection has been long enough.
0: Yes. You know, if you let the perfection and the, there is one way, one right way, you know, then all the other ways are wrong. If you let that go, yeah. it won't be fam- you won't have familiarity anymore, yeah. you won't have comfort yeah. because it becomes up to you. Yeah. From now, from until now it's been about what is the right way and I need to do it wrong. There's one right way, and I need to do it wrong, so I'm normal, I'm familiar, I'm OK. I can survive because I have attention if I do it wrong. That won't work anymore. And, and, and the other option is not, I'm going to do it right. There's no right way. No right way. So. Every, every step that you take is freaking scary. Every step, yes. Because you'll get feedback. Beep or go. That's the only feedback you can get from the universe. Beep or go. And beep is not the wrong way. It's just it's not working right now. That doesn't work right now. And go is not, this is the right way. It's just... This seems to be working. Now, you know, small now.
4: It's just a next step. It's just the very next step, the very next breath.
5: Yeah.
0: The
7: next
0: but there's no then there's no perfection that tells you, hey, this is the way. And, and you have to take the wrong way. It's up to you. It's back to you. I would like to sort of wrap it up. I've went a little bit over time, so um it's is it ingrid or or okay or okay uh Francis, you get a chance to look it up to to Pardon okay me? you get about i'm sorry, I went over time. I wanted to sort of land this in Shannon. Would you? just do this process for about six minutes, and then we'll, we'll bring everybody in the, in the big room.
5: Okay, so change roles, right?
0: Yes. Okay.
5: So now I am the, the one who is going to work with a, a fear. So my need
4: so- is to let go of perfection, and there is no right choice.
0: There is no right way. There is no right way. So and I would propose, Ingrid, that you because Shannon is still in this liquid state, if you could do it with Francis. Great. And I'm I'll go and check other people.
4: I'll post a Zoom link in the WhatsApp group for the two of us to finish.
8: Yeah, in our group, Sarah didn't get to go um, and I didn't finish. Okay. So, yeah.
0: I I can leave the this Zoom room open. I just want to sort of close it officially because it's it is the time here. So how many people would want to stay here and and be sent in breakout rooms? Okay, Shannon and Ingrid and so Francis. Phyllis not now. Uh I
8: have 20% left on my computer and I have responsibilities on the boat, so Um, So I would I would like to continue at a a different time if if Sarah and Patricio can if we can work a time out Okay, okay, great. Yes. Yeah, let me let
3: me know as well Okay, I know it's a different time zone, but maybe I can also coach.
0: Yeah, okay. Thank you great this this um, process is a form of a process called hidden competing commitment. Hidden competing commitment. And you might have noticed, I noticed in the two group that I was in, is there's something that we want, there's something that the person wanted, and the fear is in contradiction with the want. The fear makes it that we actually don't, what we committed to is different than, is almost the opposite of what we actually want. So can I take uh, whose example, Doris, can I take your example? So Doris said, I wanna be, I wanna be present. I wanna be, I wanna be able to hold space and presence, but when there's presence, there is responsibility. And in, my, in her childhood, when she would be present and take responsibility she didn't have power nothing would change what she observed is nothing happened it does not work to actually take responsibility it doesn't work so there's this part of i want to be responsible i want to be present but it doesn't work so why why would i even do it it doesn't amount to anything and those are the competing commitments we think we're committed to presence and actually we committed we've made this decision or Doris made this decision about actually it doesn't work. And it's competing inside of us unconsciously. So this is part of the revealing this, the the competing, the commitment that we actually committed to like that our shape is committed to. And then we have choice. We can, we can decide to change our shape and to align the commitments to between what we want and our shape and our decisions and all decisions cool okay does anybody need anything this is sort of a wrap up with, <laughs> with no check-in and no check out for the last <laughs> last session it's because because we are together. We're not, we're not checking out on each other. <laughs> we, we stay in contact. Thank you. I want to really celebrate you guys for going through this four weeks of intense fear and subtle fears, actually, and also very subtle fears. And so next week, there will be a session. And Vera and Scott and Shannon, it's, I leave it up to you to create what you want to create and let your fear, yeah, be this, pa- this creation power. Use your fear as a creation power. Cool, I feel really glad about that. And uh, I will let you know if I join or not. I am afraid that if I join, um, I will whatever. That my weight will be my weight will be too much, but I can maybe um, let that get bigger. Yeah, let that get bigger. (laughs) (laughs) So Vera is just in the in above, so we might just do this process.
1: (laughs) Cool. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, thank, you. thank you. And Chloe, thank you let
2: you. Uh, the room open yeah. for, for us. Okay. Yes. Thank yes, you.
0: Okay. Yeah. Bye thank everybody. You. Have Yay, fun. Bye. Bye. It was fun. <clears throat> cool. And who would like to be host? I can leave meeting uh, Ingrid, Francis or Shannon. Any any of you? Chanel making you host for no particular reason. Okay. Why?